So folks, before we get into this episode, I am so excited to announce that we've got a brand new resource for you. We've got the Coaching for Equity Book Study Guide. So this book study guide is designed to help you reflect on your learning from that book and put new skills into practice immediately and maximize your impact. And this is free. It's almost like I'm coaching you as you read. So beyond the free resource, we also have a more comprehensive study guide for individuals, which includes extension activities and additional practice that you won't find in the book. And if you facilitate adult learning within your school or your district or your organization, or you'd like to participate in the book study with a group, we have another option, which has planning and facilitation considerations included for the entire run of the book club. And this includes guidance for every single chapter. So if you want additional guidance on how to coach for equity, I hope you'll take a couple of minutes to download this guide and enjoy this really easy to implement and self-paced learning opportunity. And you can find out more about how to get this guide in the show notes. And folks, I also have to add that we have a brand new website. So if you have not yet seen the Bright Morning Team website, that's the URL, brightmorningteam.com. Hop over there and check it out. We've got a new logo. We've got some fresh branding. I love it. I'm really excited. And you can also find all of my free resources that have always been on my website, downloadable, and they have also been rebranded and they are just gorgeous. There's so much there and it's so easy to navigate. I'm just so excited about this new website. And you can also find more information on the book study guide there. So check that out. All kinds of bonuses. Okay, now let's get into this episode. Hey, friends. So for the next couple of months, we have a special mini series for you that we're calling the Try It On Challenge. And these will be mini episodes that will provide you with one concrete tool or strategy that I guarantee will improve every coaching conversation you have. I have picked out a selection of specific strategies that have a tremendous impact. And so each week, I'm going to tell you one of those strategies, describe it, give you a few tips, and then encourage you to go out and try it. So today we're kicking off with a foundational element of listening, which is the skill to pay attention to your own nonverbal communication. Before I get into that, I do want to shout out a friend of the show, Sarah M. Thank you for your support of this podcast. And if you are listening and you're curious to learn more about that, or perhaps to become a friend of the show, check out the show notes. You'll find a link there. Okay, let me jump into this. So I want to talk to you about nonverbal communication and how important it is that you pay attention to your own nonverbal communication. But first, I want to give you a couple of 
pieces of information that are going to be really critical in understanding this and in, in doing it, really. So the first is I want to define communication because I think this definition is really fascinating. I got to say, I don't remember where I first heard it, so I can't credit the original. Maybe it wasn't even like one person who made it, but this is not my idea. So what I understand communication to be is communication means you have something you want to share. You've got a message of some kind and you have the ability for that message to be received in the way you want it to be received. So if you are not able to formulate your message in a way that it's heard or understood or received, then you're actually not communicating. So if you say, well, you know, I tried explaining it and they didn't understand, the responsibility lies on you. You can find a way, you actually have the power to learn how to craft a message in a way that it can be received. This is good news. Maybe it's also challenging, but it is good news. So Effective communication is a skill set. You can learn it. And communication means your message is received in the way you want it to be received. Okay, the second thing I want to tell you, the other piece of information, is that folks who study communication, researchers, say that the majority of the message that we communicate comes through not in the specific words that we utter, but through our body language, our pitch, our pace, our tone, and our volume. So we can lump all of those things together as nonverbals. When I say nonverbals, I mean the things that are not the actual words that are coming out of your mouth. And so into that, we're lumping body language as well as pitch, pace, tone, and volume, which I know are like a verbal thing, but we're lumping them in there. Okay, so two-thirds of your communication is transmitted through your nonverbals and the definition of communication is that your message is received in the way you want it to be received. So let me get to the try it on challenge. This week, when you are in conversation with clients, bring attention to your nonverbals. The first part of this, the important part, I suppose, is just to bring attention to it. You know, and then if you want to, you can see if you want to make any shifts in your body language, but awareness or attention is critical. And it's the first part. So how do you do this? When you're talking to a client, you can do a body scan. That simply means bringing your attention or your awareness to different parts of your body. You can start at the top of your head and scan down and just noticing what are my arms doing? What are my shoulders doing? What is my face doing? Maybe you can bring a little more attention perhaps to the muscles in your face, around your eyes, around your jaw, maybe the way that your head is angled or tilted or forward or backwards, just bringing awareness. And then yes, if you want to, you might bring some shifts. You might shift your posture. You might drop your shoulders a little. You might soften the muscles around your eyes. You might relax your jaw a little, let your jaw hang. Even, I mean, if your mouth is closed, we're talking about millimeters. I'm not saying drop your mouth open. But all those little, little opportunities for your body to relax will actually put you into a state of greater ease. And what's amazing and beautiful is that your client will actually unconsciously pick up on that. I mean, maybe consciously also. This is about 
mirror neurons. When you are more relaxed, your client will be more relaxed. We pick up on the emotional states of others. Your body holds and communicates your emotions, whether that is your stress, your tension, your edginess, or your openness, presence, and relaxation. Your body communicates your feelings, your inner state, your thoughts. And so another thing to think about and consider here is is your body communicating what you want it to communicate? Is there congruence between how you're feeling and what your body is expressing? So if you feel really anxious inside or you don't really like your client, that's going to come out in your body language. And if you have that awareness of what your body is doing, leaning forward, leaning back, arms crossed, then you have the option, if you want, to explore and make shifts, if you want. And you might start with tiny shifts, like maybe when you're sitting with someone, you lean back slightly in a kind of relaxed, I'm taking it in. Maybe you lean forward slightly, like I'm engaged, I'm listening. Maybe you uncross your legs when you're sitting and talking to someone, these are the cues that show our openness, our receptivity, that we're not feeling protective of ourselves in any way. When we cross our arms, sometimes when we cross our legs, that is a way of protecting our body. So that's the challenge for this week. It's simple, it's doable, and I promise you it will have impact. And I'm not really even suggesting that you look for that impact. I'm not even going to like dive into what that impact could be. I mean, I did allude to it when I said there's the possibility of your client feeling more relaxed. Of course, you will feel more relaxed too and more in presence. But I know that just by paying attention to your nonverbals, even just to your body language, there will be positive impact. If you want to explore more than just body language and pay attention to your tone of voice, your pitch, your pace, your volume, then add that in. But even just starting, even just starting with like your facial expressions or your posture, your shoulders, that will have an impact. I'm trying to break down these skills into what for you might be most doable. So pick the piece that feels doable this week and go try it. Okay, folks, so as I said, this is going to be a two-month challenge, a two-month mini-series, these short little episodes. They will run for October and November of 2023. If you are excited about this weekly challenge, then I'm going to guess that some of your colleagues might also be excited. And so maybe share this episode with a friend or a colleague and... Maybe you can talk about what you learned together or just share the learning. All right, folks, I'll see you next week.